Hey everybody, it's Lon Seib and it's time once again for your weekly wrap up and this week we're going to take a look at the Shadow Game Streaming Service. This is something we reviewed a few months ago, but unfortunately they just went bankrupt and raised their prices by 150%. And we're going to talk about the future of the company and what that might mean for game streaming and whether or not this is still a good value. Let's get to it. Now, you can find my full review of Shadow linked here on screen. Even though they went bankrupt, the service layer still operates the same, at least so far at the moment. And what I liked most about Shadow is that when you logged into it, you got a Windows 10 desktop. It was basically your own little computer running in a data center. And in the review, we used a very low-powered Gemini Lake PC to use all of its features. And one of the things that I liked most about it is that you weren't limited to just running games on your Shadow server either. It'll run any Windows 10 software, including things like vMix here, which is what I use for live video production. I was able to bring in video into my Shadow server through the internet and actually run a live stream right from the data center. And that, I felt, was tremendously valuable. So really cool stuff, and you can see more about how it works uh, in the video that we posted here on screen. And what was really nice about it was how simple it was for the consumer. So you subscribe to the service, they have software that you install, and it takes you right in. There's nothing to set up or configure. You basically get up and running with your Windows desktop, and you can do whatever you want. They have clients for just about everything, including Apple TVs and Android TVs, along with tablets and phones and everything else you can think of. And it's a really robust cloud server, again, even beyond the gaming stuff. But what was nice about it from a gaming perspective is that because it was running with a Windows 10 desktop in the cloud, it was kind of immune from all of this drama that's been going on related to game publishers and streaming. So a few months ago, we talked about how game publishers started pulling out of NVIDIA's GeForce Now streaming service. And this upset a lot of gamers, myself included, because all NVIDIA is doing with GeForce Now is providing a service layer to stream games that you've already paid for on Steam or maybe the Epic Game Store. And a lot of folks felt like it was just greed on the part of the game publishers to try to extract more money uh, out of us gamers even after we bought the game. And we dived into that topic and some of the licensing that you agree to when you purchase games uh, in weekly wrap-up 288 that you can see linked here on screen. So what was great about Shadow is that because you're running a Windows 10 desktop in the cloud, they have no way of knowing that you're actually streaming games when you download them from Game Pass, Steam, or Epic Mega Games. In fact, any gaming platform that works on the PC works on Shadow, and that dramatically increased its value proposition to me. Now, Shadow launched here in the United States in 2018. They were operating in Europe before that because they are a French company. They also dived into some hardware products, too. They had this thing called the Shadow Ghost that was a standalone streamer for Shadow service that you could plug into a monitor or a TV set, very similar to the Steam Link in many ways. And the service layer was pretty good, I thought. It was a GTX 1080 or equivalent GPU. They had to run the NVIDIA uh, data center version of the hardware that was close in spec to the 1080. Uh, you got a four-core, eight-thread Intel CPU on their Xeon platform, 12 gigs of RAM, and a 256 gigabyte SSD. And of course, it was running with Windows 10. 
They did offer a few layers above this if you wanted 4K output and ray tracing and whatnot, but for the most part, I think most people ended up with the base level here, which was more than adequate to run many AAA games at reasonable settings at 1080p. And they started offering a bunch of other cool features too, like 120 hertz support, dual monitors, a lot of things that I thought were really cool and very well engineered. Uh, now the launch price actually was $34 a month, which I think probably kept their subscriptions down a bit. And in an effort to get more momentum for the service, they cut the price significantly. In fact, if you agreed to a year contract with them, it was only $12 a month. And you can imagine how many people signed up when they cut the price there. And look at the timing here, uh, March of 2020, right when the pandemic hit. And you can imagine they got a lot of new business, more than they could keep up with. In fact, uh, for a while, if you look back in September, uh, you would have to wait months after subscribing to Shadow to get your spot on one of the servers. So as prices of components went up, it got more cost prohibitive for Shadow to get more hardware installed in their data centers. And a lot of customers were getting antsy, especially because they charged you your first month when you signed up as a deposit and you had to wait months in many cases to be able to get service. And that was kind of the beginning of the end uh, for Shadow as we know it. So in March of this year, uh, their parent company Blade filed for bankruptcy in France, and then they went looking for a suitor to take over the service. And in announcing the bankruptcy, uh, they said that they were really kind of the victim of their own success. And I think if you look at the price cut combined with the lockdown, uh, they just had no chance of being able to provide service to people at that price point, probably because it was so significantly below the market rate for similar streaming services. And the reason why Microsoft and Amazon are not offering streaming services at $12 a month for that same level of hardware is because it's expensive, even at their scale, to make a profit selling services at that price point. And I think what happened here was that Shadow was anticipating that they could oversell their capacity because not everybody's going to be on at the same time. But if you're marketing a service as a gaming service, people spend hours playing games. And obviously they had a hard time uh, balancing the capacity with the number of subscribers that they were adding. So a few weeks ago, they were acquired by a company called OVH Cloud. There was a little bit of a bidding war for it. Now, when the new owners took over, they had to act very quickly to stop the bleeding. And the first thing they did was raise the price by 150%. So you can imagine how that went over. Uh, Shadow obviously got a lot of new customers at their $11.99 price point. Uh, but all of them now were getting an email saying, hey, next month we're going from $11.99 to $29.99. And that went over like a lead balloon on the, uh, the Shadow subreddit on Reddit. I canceled my service mainly because I wasn't using it enough to justify that price point. It was a nice thing to have, but it wasn't something that I was eager to pay that much for. So I canceled. A lot of other $11.99 customers canceled too. And I think that was the strategy to kind of clear out some of these uh, low-cost customers that were actually costing them more than they were making. And there are, I think, a lot of people that are going to stick around because even at $29.99, as you'll see in a few minutes, this is still a pretty good deal. So we'll have to see how many left and how many stay. Uh, but this might be enough to give the company at least another couple of months to reorganize and survive a little bit longer. Now, there were some customers that were on the Ultra and Infinite tiers, which were also very competitively priced. Those two tiers went away, 
and they are downgrading customers on those two plans to the entry-level plan. So if you're an ultra customer, you're getting charged more and you're getting less for that money. Uh, so I think a lot of those customers are leaving too. And I think at some point, Shadow's gonna offer some additional service tiers, but right now I think they're just trying to get to a base level, find some profitability and kind of build up from there. Now I will admit when I got this email, I was not happy, but then when I stepped back and tried to look at things a little more rationally, I do think this offering is still a good deal for what you're getting. And I went out to a couple of other popular cloud services to see what something equivalent might cost. So on Microsoft's Azure service where you can run Windows 10, it looks like the best you're gonna get here is about 35 to 40 bucks a month. And you're only gonna get about 20 hours of usage at that price point because they bill you by the hour. And then you also have to spend some money for storage because you have to store your data when you're not using your cloud server. And of course, they're going to charge you for that. And by the way, it's not simple just to spin up a gaming machine on Azure. There's a bunch of steps involved to getting it all configured and getting yourself in remotely to it. Shadow, of course, has their own client that has been geared towards being a turnkey solution. This is certainly not turnkey. Uh, another option, of course, is Amazon's EC2, which is part of their AWS service. And within their AWS marketplace, they actually have a template that NVIDIA put together so you can more quickly get a gaming machine running in the cloud, but it's still not a simple turnkey solution. Uh, this one will run you about 71 cents per hour. That's when you're using it. And then you've got to pay about 10 bucks a month for storage. And this tier only gets you about 125 gigs of storage. You have to go up to some of their larger tiers to get more storage or pay more storage fees to get it. And as you can see, it gets more complex and costly uh, as you work your way up the ladder there. And just to give you an idea as to how bad things were at Blade, which was Shadow's parent company, they apparently were using their servers to mine cryptocurrency when they were not in use by subscribers. And there was some question as to whether or not uh, these assets were disclosed during the bankruptcy and through the acquisition process. Uh, this came from a French publication called Next Impact that's been following all of this. Uh, you're looking at the Google translation here. And the CEO of the company that acquired uh, Shadow did say that this popped up on an audit that they did. And I would imagine they were doing this audit as part of their due diligence. And he said that most of the cryptocurrency has been tracked down and I guess cashed in or whatever. Uh, but it does give you an idea as to how desperate the company was towards the end. And had they not done what they did here and sold out to uh, this new company, they probably would have been completely gone by now. So hopefully this gives them a little injection of life and maybe it will continue because it is a very competitively priced product and a good product. And what I hope for the future here is that uh, Shadow's technology and everything that makes it great doesn't get stale, that they can continue to invest into uh, the platform that they've been putting together here because my experience as a user was really good and I would hate to see something so good like this go away. So let's see what happens next with Shadow. I'll be keeping an eye on it and let me know what you think down in the comments below. Now this week's wrap up is being brought to you by all of you and I want to thank some super chatters who contributed this week during one of my live streams. They include Thomas Anfang, Bradley Cochran, and Parker Reed. We also got some new YouTube members this week who subscribe via the YouTube membership program. They include Dirk Van Rinspeek, Pat Conroy, and Hunter Killer. 
I want to thank everyone for their contributions this week and everyone who's been contributing on an ongoing basis and all of you who watch on a regular basis too because all of those things equal channel growth. And if you want to support the channel, you can. You can just keep watching or you can make a contribution via my donor box page at lon.tv support for a monthly or a one-time contribution. You can also contribute via the YouTube membership program with the join button that you see down there. Uh, you can also subscribe via Floatplane and we support Patreon as well. You can find my other channels here, including my extras channel that does uh, unboxings and supplementary content. We have the podcast, which is an audio version of this show. And of course, my Amazon shop, where I do a lot of what I do here, but on Amazon's shopping site. If you want to subscribe to my email, you'll get very infrequent uh, messages from me whenever we've got some special thing coming up. We also have the Facebook group where you can interact with me and other viewers. And then we've got my store where I sell previously uh, reviewed, not interviewed, reviewed items that uh, we had here on the channel. I've got that HP laptop we did last week about to go up right now. And if you want to get notified anytime I add one of these items to the store, you can sign up for this email alert, which is separate from my other email list. And every time I change the store, I send out an email because there's only one of everything. It's the exact item that we had here on the table. So get in and uh, get your shot there. And that is going to do it for this week's weekly wrap-up. Thank you all for your continued support. And I really appreciate all of the feedback that you provide me uh, day in and day out. So thanks as always. We've got a lot more content coming up this week. And until next time, this is Lon Seidman. Thanks for watching. This channel is brought to you by the Lon.TV supporters, including Gold Level supporters Chris Allegretta, Tom Albrecht, Jim Callagher, Hot Sauce and Video Games, and Brian Parker. If you want to help the channel, you can by contributing as little as a dollar a month. Head over to lon.tv support to learn more. And don't forget to subscribe. Visit lon.tv s.